Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach to Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Tatiana Sawyer. Tatiana, are you ready to do this? I am ready to do this, George. Excellent. Let's do this. Tatiana is a numbers expert. She's a visionary accountant and the founder of, founder and CEO of Linza Advisors. She's the author of the book, Dream Bold, Start Smart. I'm excited to have you on. Tatiana, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, sure. I'd love to. Um, so I have been in accounting for 15 years. Um, I'm a mom of two beautiful kids um, that are growing too fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love to do a lot of fun things like ballroom dancing, skiing, um, and just being outside with, with kids. I'm obsessed with, with numbers. Um, and, you know, for why I do what I do is actually very simple because what I do is actually change people's lives because I promote change in their business and that affects their life. They have more money to spend any way they want. And that's kind of why I do it. I want people to flourish. I want people to grow and to be happier and do what they, what they really love. And because of the work that I'm doing, I'm actually able to deliver that to the clients and the readers and so on. Well, that is a powerful thing right there to be able to, to put more money into people's hands so they can spend it however they want to hopefully yeah. do things that they enjoy. Um, I think that's an incredible thing. When you say that you're obsessed with numbers, I, I am not, and I'm always fascinated by people who are. So has, 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 has that always been the case? You know, it's actually, it actually hasn't been ever since I was 14. Well, let's, let's start with when I was a kid, my parents were doctors, so I wanted to be a doctor. But then when I was 14, I found out what a lawyer does and I was fascinated by it. So I wanted to be an attorney. Um, so when I came to the United States, um, when I was 19, um, I actually wanted to finish bachelor's first and then, um, you know, go to law school. But as I was kind of with, you know, in my, in my bachelor's journey, I, uh, I needed to pick a major and I was alone. I, you know, there was nobody else in the country to like help me out and support me. So I figured, you know what, which major would allow me to actually, um, support myself financially through, through college and then through law school and accounting happened to be that. Um, and so I went into accounting, I knew zero about it. And I learned from scratch. And in the process, I kind of fell in love with it because I was learning theory and also applying it to the bookkeeping clients that I used to have. So to me, it all clicked right away. And in college, I was fortunate because they've brainwashed us in a good way <laughs> to, um, you know, if you're studying accounting, you might as well sit for the CPA exam. So mm -hmm. I thought, hmm, why not? So as I was kind of on this journey, I saw how impactful what I did was. And, you know, I never approached bookkeeping as just something that people need to get done, that business owners just need to get it done. It was much more than that. It was uh, life-changing because 
if the bookkeeping is done right, a business owner can actually look at it and make decisions, understand whether or not they can afford something, um, a new expense, a new employee, a new piece of equipment, or whatever it may be. So I started noticing those little things, but it all came together kind of when in 2018 I um, – made it to the top 15 in a global Intuit um, accounting firm contest. Um, and I thought, you know what? That makes so much sense because I've been doing all these things but actually ha haven't really noticed or, or put a value on on everything that I've done from, for the client. So I started kind of building on it, and that's kind of how the book came about and, and everything else in between. <laughs> nice. That, I think that that's incredible. So... And I, I, how often when, when you're talking to business owners, do they view bookkeeping as just something that they had to do? Um, fairly often, I would say in most cases, um, you know, we, we live in a society where, and it applies to many professions, not just accountants, but, um, the profession has been commoditized and the service has been commoditized and because people don't look at accounting or doing their taxes as something that they want. People hate doing them. People hate, usually hate dealing with numbers in general. You know, a client of mine, a great CEO of, of, a, of a clothing brand, I love working with a guy. He once told me, he was like, Tatiana, accountants don't start businesses. Visionaries do. Hmm. <laughs> so basically uh, what that told me was that People who do start businesses often started based on a passion or something that they love doing. And most aren't accountants or finance professionals, which means they usually kind of treat this um, whole money, numbers and taxes area as, you know, I'm going to stick my head in the sand and kind of let it happen on its own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Visionaries just by the very definition. Well, I, I'm... I, I take that back. I'm sure that there's plenty of visionaries out there that happen to be awesome at every aspect of it, but more often than not, they are just the visionary and not necessarily the 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 detail nitty gritty keep 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 the numbers person. So so I appreciate that very much. But if that visionary is going to get to where they really want to go and have the kind of life that they want, the impact that they want, they have to have the details taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and the thing is that many of us accountants have for years kind of supported that um vision of our commodity attitude from the clients. We've we're never we never positioned accounting or bookkeeping or tax work as something that people should want to do. And I'll give you an example. So, you know, I've mentioned earlier that um, I believe that bookkeeping, accounting, the doing your numbers can actually change, transform your business because so many business owners just make decision, financial decisions based on eyeballing their kind of bank account balance. Mm -hmm. Um, instead, you know, I have, I work with CEOs who have cash forecasts and they're, we're not talking about huge businesses. We're talking about $5 million companies, um, sometimes $1 million companies. And by forecasting cash, by understanding how your revenue works, whether you can assume any type of growth or any type of a kind of stability in terms of your revenue and then project your expenses, you'll actually know whether you will have a cash crunch in three months. And that's powerful because then your decisions today are dictated by 
the knowledge of numbers. And so many business owners are missing that piece because they were never good at math or they were never good at numbers or they never understood any of that. And we as accountants, we often fail in communicating how important it is because we're so caught up in the routine in having a ton of clients because we ourselves undervalue our own work. Hmm. Um, so we've failed to communicate that value. And when it comes to taxes, you know, people hate doing them. People hate paying someone else to do them. People hate paying taxes. And so there's a lot of hate going around. And, um, you know, interestingly, many accountants also hate doing their own taxes, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, many accountants do their taxes at the la- on the last possible extension day, which I never understood. So my taxes are always done first. Because once my taxes are done, then it's downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, 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 everything you just said really makes sense to me. That it's it's we're talking about really a paradigm shift away from just looking at number one accounting being being a commodity, and then number two, ha- helping the business owner recognize that a successful partnership in this area with with their numbers but also with 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 their professional with with their actual accountant can really help them to take their business to the next level because they'll really know their facts they'll really know their numbers and they'll actually be able to forecast and make decisions not based on gut instinct or feeling just but actually based on 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 facts numbers yeah absolutely and you know it's um I, a couple of years ago, went through a training at the American Institute of Certified Tax Planners. And before that, I was a typical traditional accountant. I was looking at a tax return and basically thinking to myself, okay, so how many hours will this take my firm to do this? And basically multiplied by some rates, and that's the price. But that is a faulty proposition kind of at, at its core because – what it does is still it promotes the same vision that taxes is something that's like a necessary evil, something that you have to do. But after I went through the training, it actually completely changed my my mindset and my vision of a tax return. Now, when a potential client comes to my practice, I look at their tax return not as something that I can put an hourly value on, but but I'm looking for an opportunity to put more money back in their bank account. And that, and once you change that mindset, um, it, it completely transforms how you think about taxes. You're actually excited about it because for my clients that I work with, um, tax planning clients and, you know, people who, for whom I do the actual tax returns and, and other work, they're actually excited at the, you know, during tax time because they know we've done all the work in the, during the year. There's no surprise in April. Hmm. And and they love it. They always, I've had a client, um, I believe it was about two years ago, who um, I've, he's been a client for my other services, like controller type services for years, for maybe a decade by then. And he never gave me his tax business. His um, argument was always, oh, you know what? I've been with this guy for 20 years and he's been giving me a really good price on tax return, return hmm. work. I was like, fine. You know, it's up to you. But then I got trained in certified tax, you know, in tax planning. And I reached out and I was like, do you want me to look at your taxes? Uh, I think it was for 2017. I reviewed his numbers and he said, sure. I mean, it can't hurt. It's free. Right. So I found that he could have deferred about forty thousand dollars, but he missed a window on that. So there was nothing I could do about that. 
Then I started looking kind of more deeper and um, I noticed that some of his income was was misclassified and that cost him about $80,000 in federal tax only. And he switched to me like in a, in a moment. Sure. <laughs> Um, so I got him the money back. Um, and after this situation, he said, you know what? I'm never again making any decision without talking to you. <laughs> I believe that for sure. So it's been quite a journey. Yeah. So that, that's that, that's a great example to, to illustrate. Okay. Well, th- they're clear things that that this person, the their, their, their previous professional was just sort of checking boxes and not being proactive. And then you were able to take a look and say, hey, look, we're looking at 40,000 here, 80,000 there. Um, for people who are listening, how how do they begin to make that shift without, you know, something, without having sort of that slap in the face light bulb moment? How do they start making the shift? How does an entrepreneur start making that shift away from just looking at it from reactive to more proactive? Well, I think there are a couple of steps, actually. Number one would probably be if you, um, as a business owner, have a large Schedule C, which is one of the schedules for a small business on your personal taxes, and by large, I mean 100000 and up. I would even say 50000 and up. If, you have, if you're making 50000 or more on a Schedule C, then you need a tax planner because you're most likely overpaying the tax and you could save a significant amount. Now, here's the thing. So typically that would require restructuring, um, maybe creating a multi-entity structure, which is, which is usually my favorite because with multi-entity structures, you can get to the most tax savings um, legally. Um, so many people are hung up on that one entity setup. Oh, I only have this one business. But then um, going back to 2017, we got a new tax reform and that created this new deduction that um, excluded certain businesses, but then most businesses have two or three different revenue streams and one is eligible and the other one isn't. So multi-entity structures are typically maximizing your tax benefits. So starting by um, looking at your tax returns, so many people don't even look at them. That's probably the first step. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of, it seems, it seems easy and kind of uh, like, duh, but um, that's where, uh, that's where it starts kind of. Then, um, understand that the step number two is to understand that, uh, if you do engage a tax planner, that doesn't mean that you're have to switch accountants. So many tax planners just do a one and done tax plan where they can either bring you money back from prior years or incorporate changes that will kind of make sure that you get the tax savings going forward or both. And for that, you don't always need to leave your tax account. Actually, in many cases, you don't have to leave them. You can just keep the same relationship um, and um, and kind of get the new setup going. Um, and number three would be to um, to adopt to adapt this mindset of is it deductible? Um, <laughs> um, I think one of the organizations that I know that do train accountants in this in this other um, skill set, um, talk about hidden business deductions where they analyze personal spending and look for ways to legally make those business deductions. 
And um, there are so many things that traditional accountants don't know just just because those benefits, certain benefits are just not commonly known. They're not commonly used. Um, so that mindset can save you a ton of money. Um, and the key here is to not wait until March or April. Um, actually, accountants, November and December are the slowest months for traditional accountants, but for tax planners, those are the busiest months because while the year is still active, you can actually do something. You can incorporate policies. You can um, have paper trail and money trail related to um, the strategies that you've developed. But once the year is over, that's it. You've kind of the you can you, there are some benefits available to you, but they're very limited compared to what you could have done during the year. So reaching out to accountants in November to tax planners in November and December is critical because then you can actually harvest the tax savings if you do it right. That makes a lot of sense in the world. When it's it's done, the horse or the cow, the animals are out of the proverbial barn and there's no putting them back in. So we need to be proactive about it and and obviously take 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 some ownership over the process. So I love it. Well, yeah. Tatiana, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? <laughs> so the difference-making tip, it's actually one of my favorite questions. But don't fake it till you make it when it comes to numbers. Face it and face it early, and that's the key to success. Well, I think that, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Yeah, there's probably times in life to fake it till you make it, but not when it comes to numbers. So amen to that. Well, Tatiana, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you, and how can people engage with you? So the, so the best place to start is my um, website, talktotatiana.com. You can engage in different programs or just free get free resources and get connected and follow me. Um, that's the best place to start. And social media, of course. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Tatiana your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to talktotatiana.com. Check out all the great resources, and I'll link all that in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Tatiana. Thanks so much. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight, not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com. S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X dot com and get your mind, body, and money right.